Welcome back to Cyber Prophets. This time we are having someone that defines himself as a datapreneur. I will say a new concept that is the first time that I have heard. His name is Christian Lefter. He is an expert in everything related to databases, SQL, and other areas that sometimes are a little bit, are let's say, difficult for many people, especially in these times. I, I have faced a lot of challenges and with many people running away of everything related to databases. But he's one of those persons who is involved in that area. But besides that, he's an expert in making jokes. I'm not sure if we will see a con kind of a couple of them during the during the interview. But what I can say, Christian is one of those guys who can build all those things even in an unexpected way. He lives in Romania, in Bucharest to be precise, and nowadays he's focusing on important topics like artificial intelligence. He will tell us more, a little bit more about this area and helping us discover how and why we should care more about it. Thank you, Federico. You mentioned uh, datapreneur for those that are not familiar with the term, is actually an entrepreneur that works with data. And that's what I am. I work with data. I would say that everyone is working with data because we are living in the information age. So we are all working with data. About artificial intelligence. When we talk about artificial intelligence, some of us think about uh, Terminator. Well, it's not Terminator, it's your phone. <laughs> If you have a smartphone, you have artificial intelligence. You don't have a smartphone. Well, you use Google, don't you? Mm -hmm. When you use Google, you use artificial intelligence. When uh, you use uh, Spotify, when you look at movies on Netflix, you use artificial intelligence. It is everywhere. It started to determine what you watch, if you have Facebook, everything that you will see, it's determined by an algorithm. And the purpose of the algorithm is to stay there, to keep you there, which uh, is not exactly ethical, I would say, for the Facebook or other social medias. But the point is AI is here and it, uh, it doesn't look like a robot. And what is AI? It's software that is behaving like us. So software that can understand us, that can speak to us, that can see what we see, that's AI. It's not necessarily mm -hmm. Arnold Schwarzenegger chasing someone. <laughs> Thank you very much for the introduction, Christian. I am very glad that you accepted the, the challenge to be part of our show and speak to our audience. You, you are totally right. AI is here and it's not as we expected as a Terminator, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of stuff. It's more subtle. It's in everything you use in everywhere. So, I would like to know more about your experience in AI, Christian. Could you please elaborate on your experience? 
What uh, happened that uh, accelerated the AI adoption and also the impact in my life? There are certain things that converged um, recently. What happened? We have the cloud. We have the internet. Mm -hmm. We have uh, a lot of uh, investment in the AI area. All of this combined uh, have uh, brought AI um, in everyone's life. Why? Because um, think of a human. How do you train a child? You give him books to read. Well, yeah. how do you train a machine? A machine has the biggest library in the world now called the internet. Just think mm -hmm. of it, how large it is. And uh, speaking of resources, now that we have the cloud, we have a lot of hardware that we can use. And also all the companies are investing in artificial intelligence. Why? Because artificial intelligence is related to what we call advanced analytics. We mm -hmm. want to know what will happen with our company and more than that we want to know, use predictive analytics how can we make certain things happen being a, a datapreneur of course i have to offer companies that work with me methods to find out what will happen and how can they make it happen so that's why i'm naturally interested in ai and for example, in, I know that you might not be able to tell us in detail about the projects that you have with your clients, but maybe some ideas about those advanced analytics or this kind of projects that you have been involved, maybe you can give us some hints. Uh, yes, um, um, not uh, so many years ago, um, one of uh, the focus areas for me was business intelligence. What is business intelligence? Mm -hmm. Let's take informed decisions. Uh, I have uh, data in my company and I want to use them to make decisions. Now we move to predictive analytics. Not only that I want to know what happened and why it happened, but I want to take a look into the future. And this is what AI will do. It's trying to predict what will happen. So, uh, how much I will sell, who should I address my uh, selling campaign, and things like that. That's, uh, that's the point of AI inside companies. And um, all the companies that want to remain relevant on the market, they should definitely take a look at AI. Because all the other competitors will do. And there's another movement. Mm. In, the, in, the, in the technology domain, for a lot of time, we said that software is eating companies. What do I mean by that? Yeah. Software is replacing companies. Just think about it. Amazon has replaced libraries. Uber has replaced taxi companies, and so on. 
everywhere software intervened and changed things. Now something else is happening. AI is eating software. AI has started to improve software and to write software. So every developer has to concern himself or herself with AI because uh, it's no longer um, an option to ignore it. Right now we have uh, features such as auto-completion uh, for code, but soon we will have... Uh, um, I saw some examples uh, based on uh, GPT-3. GPT-3 um, is a deep learning model that mm -hmm. just by describing an application, it was able to generate the code. So just mm -hmm. imagine you will say, wow. I want a button, I want to look, uh, I don't know, to, to have an icon like this, and it will automatically generate the code. So wow. as a programmer, you should look uh, into artificial intelligence, definitely, to, to keep you current um, and to keep your job. Yeah. Yes. Yes. And this is a, rec a recommendation even for us as developers because uh, we're very concerned with the future of things. So we we'll definitely have to learn about AI as AI is eating software, as you said, Christian. And regarding this uh, GPT-3, I would like to ask you, is this like only a concept or is it a functional model already? Um, well, GPT-3 is, um, is a, a great story. I, I would address another subject first. Have you okay. heard about singularity? Mm, not really. So singularity, it is supposed to be a time when computers will be smarter than humans. Now, the question is, will we get there? And the answer is yes, because we keep evolving AI. The, the only thing to determine is when we will reach singularity and what will happen then. Some people will say that in 20 years, um, some people, well, GPT-3 is showing that it will happen uh, sooner rather than later. Mm -hmm. um, GPT-3 is uh, developed by a company that uh, OpenAI is called, uh, that was uh, sponsored uh, initially by Elon Musk. It's mm -hmm. a startup. And uh, just to give you an idea of its complexity, it's uh, probably the AI that uh, gets as close as possible to the human brain. It managed to create articles that you cannot say are not uh, written by humans. Mm -hmm. So it is that good. Wow. Uh, and um, 
well, it writes software. It uh, allows you to talk to it um, from um, a personality perspective. So if you want to have a dialogue with Einstein, though Einstein is dead, you can talk with GPT-3 and GPT-3 will answer as if it will be Einstein. So okay. it's an amazing uh, piece of uh, software. And um, I'm, I'm very, very curious what will happen next because uh, I'm sure that we live in... Um, in interesting times. And uh, speaking of um, everyone uh, adjusting, now it's uh, very easy. Um, a few years ago, let's say 10 years ago, AI was only for specialists. Now yeah. it is no longer the case. So uh, we have, just like we have uh, self-service behind, behind now we have self-service AI. So mm -hmm. you, you have all kinds of uh, tools that allow you to use AI without having uh, knowledge of the algorithms behind. So now it would be the perfect moment to start because uh, all the complexity that you had to know a few years be before is no longer required. And from from uh, how how to ask this question, like from the areas that we have in AI in these times, which one are you more interested in? Because let's say the three basic areas we have like AI as the as the complex part, but then we have machine learning, deep learning, computer vision. Which one are you more interested in? Well, well let me uh, let me try to clear uh, a bit these things. Mm -hmm. So AI. Mimicking yes. human behavior. Then we have machine learning. It's AI, but we try to make the software learn from experience. Okay, it's still a subset of AI. Then we have a subset of machine learning that we call deep learning. Why? Because it tries to, um, to mimic the human brain. So we have neural networks, okay? A subset of deep learning. For the moment, uh, I am interested uh, in uh, what we call general AI more and uh, the applications of AI in business. I'm not uh, so keen uh, in uh, neural networks probably um, but uh, I use uh, tools that uh, there are already built. I will give you an example. Uh, yes. Microsoft has uh, cognitive services, oh, yeah. some tools that you can use um, to uh, get the text from a, a speech, uh, to um, get the objects from an image, and so on. So... Uh, machine learning models pre-built that you can uh, already use. You don't have to do the work yourself. And you can use them uh, for uh, business scenarios such as uh, analyze uh, the sentiment um, from uh, social media. 
are the comments positive or people are upset because your product is not that good and yeah. so on so uh, i'm not going uh, what is data science data science i'm using scientific algorithms to solve a problem uh, mm -hmm. i'm not going into data science i'm staying into uh, the business case uh, use of artificial intelligence. So, so, so I'm in, enhancing the uh, analysis of the data uh, to add value to companies. That's uh, that's my option. Yes, that's why you say that you are like an entrepreneur because you're always yeah. looking on how to apply it to yeah to the companies, right? So far, the applications that I have noted here are like for predictions, especially uh, the use of um, for business intelligence and the creation of predictions about the marketing and the sales. Also, you mentioned that when we go to Google, there's some artificial intelligence involved and to evaluate the sentiment of the comments in a specific product and social media. Do you know of any other applications in which AI might be involved, like in the business world? I, I would say everywhere, absolutely everywhere. Um, I would give you an example. Uh, if yes. I have a support department, I can implement a chatbot. Okay. So uh, instead of uh, having to answer simple questions, what's the time when the store is open that uh, chatbot uh, will answer for me uh, or uh, i um i tried uh, i tested the chatbot that microsoft uh, um, is uh, offering uh, just uh, for test a medical chatbot and uh, it managed to diagnose my back pain <laughs> No. <laughs> uh, of course, uh, it also recommended me to see a doctor, but uh, yeah. it, it was quite good. It was quite good. So you can use a chatbot for any business um, just to to sort a part of the work that uh, otherwise your support department uh, will have to do. And this way to keep your customers happy. Uh, basically, uh, choose uh, any activity of your company and you'll find the usage for AI. J just think about it. AI is driving cars. Uh, okay, yes. and why should we care about it? Because uh, uh, AI is better than humans at driving cars. Uh, there yeah. would be people that will argue that it's not like that. But in case that we... We would accept to lose a part of our privacy. Mm -hmm. we, and we would implement a car sharing system. Then we will reduce, I don't know, uh, 10x, uh, 100x factor the number of cars and uh, yeah. uh, machines will decide. I will pick up Federico from here and uh, uh, take him to work. Then I will pick up Edgar and then 
and this way will minimize a lot uh, the number of cars uh, necessary. So uh, they are already using uh, artificial intelligence for uh, trucks and uh, yeah. uh, they don't get tired like people do. So um, find, uh, find, an, find an area and uh, you will find a usage for AI. Uh, does it mean that some people will lose their job? Yes, Ooh. they will. They will. But um, we will find uh, time for us because uh, I don't think that uh, humans uh, um, have to do... Uh, have been born to work, just to work. So mm -hmm. we may find uh, things, uh, creative things that we can do, other things. Yeah. But some people will definitely uh, lose their jobs. That's uh, that's something that will happen probably. However, uh, AI can do things that we cannot do. Uh, we are going to Mars. Uh, well, mm -hmm. a, a robot can function uh, um, without uh, oxygen. Uh, you, you can see the value of a robot instead of a human. So yeah. there are plenty of things. A drone can reach uh, faster to an accident than humans can do. Yeah. So there are uh, lots of uh, scenarios. Uh, and not only that, but if you if you take a simple phone, um, we have uh, assistants. Uh, any phone has it. Uh, Android has a Google Assistant. Um, yeah. There is a study that determined that uh, assistants uh, have reduced uh, the feeling of isolation for older people. Just having wow. an assistant, yeah. So there are lots of things uh, that can be improved uh, by using AI. You can look at AI as a tool. It is up to us how we use it. Of course, artificial intelligence is used for military purposes. So awesome. it's, it's just like a hum hammer. You can uh, use it for uh, uh, a nail or you can kill someone with it. Is just a tool. However, uh, this tool has the potential to become smarter than us, and yeah. uh, we uh, we can anticipate this now, because if it happens, it will be too late. Um, we keep uh, um, keep imagining that we will be able to control it. Uh, but if it will become smarter than us, well, you, you know, um, when they detonated, uh, the scientists that detonated the first atomic bomb, yeah. some of them believed that the Earth atmosphere will burn, but they still mm. pushed the button. So... Mm. Humans won't stop. They want exactly. to see what's the limit and we increase the power of artificial intelligence we have internet of things 
all the yes. devices that are connected to the internet and someday we will awaken an intelligence smarter than us and uh, even Elon Musk said that we will give this intelligence a purpose to solve a problem and mm -hmm. if we stay in front of that intelligence it may decide that uh, it has to get rid of us wow so <laughs> uh, yeah and, and it's not that hard that, that doesn't sound so positive <laughs> yeah uh, and uh, it, it doesn't have to be like in terminator uh, however uh, if uh, we're taking measures now we have all the chances to coexist with artificial intelligence. Yes, yes. So you have mentioned that in your personal opinion, AI is like a tool, yeah. like a hammer you mentioned. Yeah. So what do you think? Like, because you, you mentioned that there are many things that can be improved, but on the other hand, many people will lose their jobs and at some point AI will become more smart, smarter than us and might decide that we are the problem. Mm -hmm. So, would you say that AI, is it good for humanity, yes or no? Yes, it is definitely good for humanity. Uh, it can do faster a lot of things. Uh, I'm uh, referring to uh, medical usage. Mm -hmm. It can determine uh, the cause uh, of an illness, uh, or it can determine solutions faster than us. However, it's up to us how we use it. So uh, everything that we said AI can cannot do has done. We said yeah. AI cannot beat uh, the chess champion. Well, it did. It cannot beat the Go champion. Well, it did. And after that, the new version beat the older version of AlphaGo 100 to 0. So, yeah. uh, the computer cannot create music. Well, it does. Uh, so, sh slowly but surely, uh, it, uh, AI is advancing, and uh, recently, it's no longer slowly. It's mm -hmm. advancing faster and faster. Yeah. Uh, what we do with it, it's totally up to us. Uh, we can build... Uh, and we already have drones that don't have pilots. Um, we will use AI to kill ourselves or to do good. Well, it's up to us. It's up to us. Uh, and uh, mm -hmm. I think everyone should have uh, something to say about this. Mm. And for example, what is your opinion about that right now some companies like SenseTime has developed, let's say, applications that are used to analyze the credit score in China. Do you think that this is a good usage of AI or maybe it can be improved? Because I would say it can be a tricky topic when you don't have enough money. I think that uh, uh, when uh, the machine uh, has a decision, the, mm -hmm. the decision has to be transparent. Uh, you have to uh, receive a reason and always a human to have the final, uh, the final uh, decision. Mm -hmm. 
So don't let the machine uh, um, make the final decision. That's my my own opinion because uh, the machine uh, may be wrong. I I would give you an example. There's a um, there's a TEDx um, um, speech on the internet, yes. um, and um, someone talks about why AI may be dangerous. And there's oh. an algorithm that tries to determine if in the picture is a dog or a wolf. And uh, um, sometimes the algorithm decided that uh, uh, a dog was actually a wolf. And uh, the scientists tried to discover what made the algorithm decided that the dog was actually a wolf. And uh, the algorithm saw in the picture some snow. So that's what made the algorithm decide that it's not a wolf, it's not a dog, it's a wolf. Uh-huh. So it wasn't looking at the face. It was looking, uh, is there any snow in the picture? Okay, then it's a wolf. Uh-huh. So uh, that can happen also uh, when the algorithm decides, should I give this uh, person a credit? And uh, who knows uh, if we are using uh, neural networks, who knows mm-hmm. What uh, uh, what reason uh, is behind the decision? So yeah. always uh, a human should uh, have the last word in these cases. Who knows in China uh, what determined? So last year, six million people couldn't take the train because mm-hmm. uh, an algorithm decided that they don't have... Uh, uh, enough uh, social value yeah you know christian i i heard about this social credit score before and in 2018 i had the opportunity to travel to china to a city called tianjin which is one hour away from beijing so over the weekend i decided to travel with a train to beijing and even in the train they tell you that you shouldn't go in the train without a ticket because this will affect your social credit score. And I was very surprised by this because I thought that it was all like only the news, but it's something real that AI is actually uh, being applied for this kind of purposes, you know. You know, this this kind of uh, scenario was present uh, in a science fiction movie called Black Mirror. And... Oh, yeah. uh, it it was quite a shock uh, at that time, and now we see that uh, it became a reality, unfortunately. Yeah. And uh, it's not only China; uh, machine learning uh, has started to be applied uh, to identify uh, people that may be potential aggressors uh, in crowds, and uh, mm-hmm. it is not so efficient. So you have some people, uh, a crowd that uh, um, may or may not be aggressive, but uh, if you have uh, certain elements, uh, I don't know, a sweater or something, the algorithm uh, may think that you have a gun or things like that. So they are not efficient yet. 
it's uh, it's something that uh, starts to be applied also in other areas, not only in China. Yes. So, little by little, uh, unfortunately, AI uh, will intervene uh, in the help for the police, uh, and definitely uh, you can be sure that it's used uh, by military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, um, I, I don't know if you recall, but uh, um, there has been some cases uh, when the American drones uh, um, have been uh, involved in friendly fire when the pilots were humans. Just imagine what they can do when the pilots are robots, are machines. Yeah, exactly. And now, Christian, I would like to switch a bit to the market and specifically to the situation of AI in the in the workplace. Let's say, in here in the Czech Republic, we generally know that IT and software development are very well paid. What is the situation? Uh, for AI, are those jobs well paid as well? Definitely, definitely. Uh, for some years, uh, a subset of AI, data science, yes. was uh, probably one of uh, one of the most uh, sought uh, positions. Um, the, uh, to be a data scientist, uh, you need to have some uh, mathematical background, also some uh, IT background, and it would be good to have some statistical uh, knowledge. So uh, it is still one of uh, the jobs uh, that is highly paid, and there are not uh, enough people uh, that are prepared for it. So yes, mm-hmm. it's it's highly paid. Um, it requires uh, a lot of uh, uh, a lot of years of uh, training yourself to become a good data scientist, but it's worth it. Uh, you won't be unemployed, definitely, <laughs> never. So I, I know a lot of people. Uh, I train a lot of people, and uh, I know some of them that uh, have taken uh, this path and. Uh, they they have a bright future. It, it, just imagine, I, I want my company to do better. I I need data scientist. Yes. Uh, a, a data scientist or more. So uh, that's uh, uh, people are expecting uh, companies to deliver uh, better and better products, and uh, you can. Uh, you can find out how you can do that by analyzing your data. And uh, you need data science for that. Because in the beginning, we spoke about cloud computing. How do you think that AI has been, has been empowered by the, by, the, by the usage of the cloud? Um, the cloud, uh, I consider, uh, uh, has a great influence 
uh, why the the cloud uh, comes with uh, the concept of uh, pay as you go. Mm-hmm. So if mm-hmm. if I need a, uh, a very powerful computer, I can use it just for one hour for a project yes. and pay for it. I don't have to buy it. So I can run any project no matter how complex it is. Does it make sense? So the cloud offers me all the power I need just for the time I need it. And that allows me to do almost anything. Then I don't uh, keep the the equipment. After the project is finished, I stop paying. And I have a follow-up question. Do you think that in the near future we will see more AI related to decentralized systems? Because let's say right now I, I can see some people or trends that are trying to move to a more decentralized environment, try to build, I don't know, decentralized social media, decentralized everything, like more uses of technologies like blockchain. I know that this is a different thing, what I mean about the decentralized envir- environment and not to have centralized like Azure, AWS, but more like using our own computers to empower other things? Um, Well, there is a trend uh, similar to what you're describing. So um, I think for the last uh, eight years, the trend was cloud. Recently, the trend is no longer cloud, is edge. What's edge? Edge means uh, close to where the data is produced. Think that you buy a Tesla car and uh, you need data. You you cannot connect to the cloud. Why? Because you will have a data latency. You need a server as close to your car as possible. Uh, Probably somewhere uh, in your city. Yeah. That that means edge. So mm-hmm. the new tendency is moving to the edge. Uh, there are lots of uh, products that are built for that, and I'm pretty sure that uh, China is uh, investing a lot on uh, processors for uh, edge uh, devices, and when. Uh, United States uh, banned uh, Chinese uh, phones. Oh, yeah. Um, Chinese government uh, offered uh, an alternative to them. Uh, invest uh, invest in uh, edge uh, equipment, in edge devices, and you will get money from the Chinese government, and they did that. Uh-huh. So... Right now, uh, all the 5G technology means edge. So uh. this, is, this is the trend. Uh, devices that communicate together. And, uh, of course, AI has a place here because uh, those devices can be also smart, intelligent devices. Yes. So there is indeed uh, a new tendency uh, to decentralize from the cloud to get closer to where the data is needed. 
or produced. That's that's an interesting thing. And um, let's say, what do you think has been the benefits of the of of the COVID pandemic about the AI developments? At least for me, I believe that this empowered like the creation of the vaccines or other areas that before they were not so important. There, um, there has been a breakthrough in using AI to recognize, uh, to diagnose COVID-19 uh, using uh, imagery uh, scans of your lungs. So mm -hmm. they managed to diagnose you faster using AI. Uh, but uh, the, the main benefit, I guess, uh, is uh, that most companies realized that uh, for uh, people working in IT, working from home is an option. And mm -hmm. uh, yes. a lot of companies have decided, okay, the COVID-19 will pass, but we will remain uh, in this configuration. People will yeah. still work from home. And uh, I hope that uh, the next thing that uh, companies will realize is um, we, we should uh, change the eight hours uh, uh, schedule. schedule. Mm -hmm. it, it is not good for IT. I would say that uh, a good developer can do uh, his job or her job in four hours. So four hours would give you the best productivity and creativity. Uh, this uh, eight-hour schedule was set long ago at the... Mm -hmm. Uh, for the factories is is not something that you should implement for uh, um, for IT, I would say. And uh, yeah. if people would realize that uh, and would try, uh, something else happened uh, during uh, the pandemic. Um, some uh, some companies tried the four day uh, work week. So instead of working five days, they tried four days, and it worked just fine. So I, I would say that uh, IT, uh, most of it is a creative uh, area. And uh, if you want people to be creative, uh, you should give them some space to relax. I would say that the main uh, benefit of uh, pandemic was that uh, uh, of the pandemic was that the uh, companies realized that if you let people uh, uh, leave people alone they will work yeah uh, and uh, some uh, some of the people that work from home even work harder from home than uh, true so hopefully uh, companies will get wiser and will reduce the time and everyone will be happy because uh, we will have time for our life also. Companies will get results and everyone will be happy. These are some very innovative and disruptive ideas that you had brought us here. 
like the four four hour work schedule or the four day work week. I have heard about a book that's titled in such a way, and they say that it's like more productive for people, just as you say. And it is also what you mentioned about working even longer hours. It is actually my case because I can often see myself working even late in the evening where it's like past my eight hours schedule. Mm-hmm. So this is something very common in that companies, uh, I think that they are just now realizing it. And there's a thing that uh, was always realized by uh, competitive uh, athletes. There's a, a period when you train, there's a period when you uh, relax, and there's a period when you compete. Yes. Uh, but you need that period of uh, relaxation, of rest. You know, the yeah. muscle doesn't grow when you train. It grows when you relax. If you work all the time, uh, you will be tired all the time. So there's something that uh, people forget that uh, uh, relaxation is very, very important. And now, Christian, uh, coming back to the topic of AI, I would like to ask you, What are the most common AI programming languages and what is your personal preference? Probably the most uh, familiar one is Python. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, uh, however, uh, experience uh, the introductions of a lot of features inside the SQL Server. And because I'm a SQL Server guy, SQL yeah. Server remains my favorite. <laughs> So you mentioned that you prefer SQL Server and some of the functionalities included in there. So yes. can SQL Server be used for AI? Yes. Uh, the, the reason behind uh, introducing uh, features uh, for uh, data analysis for machine learning inside SQL was usually you have data somewhere and you process it somewhere else. Mm-hmm. What yeah. if you will have everything in the same place? That was the main reason. So uh, you have uh, R features inside SQL, you have, so Microsoft tried to, okay, you, we, we already have the data here. Uh, let's analyze it also here. Uh, and uh, this is a concept that you will uh, find also in the cloud. You, you will see that Microsoft has tools that uh, allow you to, to do everything in one place, more or less. That sounds very efficient, like to process yes. the data in the same place that it is stored. But can mm-hmm. you also like run AI algorithms in there? Yes, you can run uh, R scripts. Yes, wow. definitely. And uh, in the cloud, uh, I would say that a similar product uh, is Azure Synapse Analytics, which allows you to uh, to do data warehousing if you want to, or you can also do machine learning uh, if you need anything you need. Now, I w- I'm wondering, For example, I was a not tech savvy guy. For example, how would you advise me to get started in an AI? Very, very good question. 
um, if you decide to go with Microsoft, mm-hmm. Microsoft uh, has an entire site called Microsoft Learn that has free uh, free, uh, free tutorials. It will take you from zero. If you don't want to go to through Microsoft, you want to have a general knowledge. I would definitely recommend you uh, either Coursera mm-hmm. or EDX. There are free courses that uh, will uh, tell you what AI is. After you get an idea of what AI is, uh, then you can specialize yourself. But yeah. first, get a feel of what it is. And, of course, try to, to use it. Uh, I, I would recommend uh, everyone, um, of course, I'm a Microsoft guy, get, a, get an Azure subscription. It's free. You mm-hmm. can get it for free. And play a bit with Azure Cognitive Services, for example. Make an application that recognizes what you're saying and play with that. And maybe start from there. Um, if you don't want to to go with Microsoft, uh, I already said you uh, every uh, major player uh, in the market, uh, Google, Amazon yes. uh, have their own uh, learning uh, tutorials, but uh, usually Coursera and EDX uh, are somewhat uh, uh, the objective uh, tutorials that I would recommend. Uh, mm-hmm. I would say technology agnostic. Christian, our conversation today has been full on con- of concepts, very technical and very informative. I would like to thank you for that. And now, as we in cyber profiles usually do, we try to prophesize what is going to happen in the future. So my first question for you about this will be, how do you think the demand of AI will be in the next five years? And if you will recommend any particular area to focus on. Considering uh, the rhythm that uh, AI is adopted, most people say that we will reach uh, singularity in 20 years. I would say that it would happen faster, probably 10 years. And um, what I don't know is what will happen then because uh, I'm pretty sure that the computer won't tell us, look, I'm smarter than you. (laughs) (laughs) But it will happen. Another thing, until then, what we can do until then, what I will suggest to everyone is keep an open mind and uh, ask yourself, how can I use this? Not why is this bad, but rather, how can this be used in a good manner for a, for the better good? Mm-hmm. That's what I would recommend, because uh, AI would give you a lot of power. 
how do you use it yes. it is up to you thank you yeah um then i have another question christian because something that i have seen in the market is the trend of using low code platforms i know that even google has google auto ml and at the same time i know that microsoft has its own let's kind of drag and drop to build machine learning models or even i could be say that in the future about deep learning how do you think this is going to change the landscape or our view about ml and ai in the corporate world well what's uh, auto ml it's a uh trying different uh, machine learning algorithms and determining which one is more efficient that's mm -hmm. uh, so um both uh, microsoft and google uh, and i'm pretty sure a lot of others are using drag, uh, drag and drop uh, ai uh, because that's the direction uh, offering uh, ai to everyone mm -hmm. so uh, which which one should you choose the one that you're more familiar with if you are a microsoft developer go with microsoft if you're a google developer go with google though uh, there's no such a thing as a google developer <laughs> because uh, uh, probably you have behind other technologies um but use the one that uh, or even more what your client needs what your client uh, asks you so uh, you can expect what uh, microsoft uh, has that uh, the competitors will have something similar um however and there's a however um, there are some battles uh, in the cloud and uh, i would say that microsoft uh, has starting uh, started to win and uh, how you can judge if microsoft is winning or not uh, look at the map of data centers mm -hmm. and uh, you will see that Microsoft has over 60 data centers all over the world. And yes. when you see the, that the competition has uh, nine or 10, or uh, then you'll see the difference. Why is it important? Because if I have an application and I want to, to, to be faster, uh, and uh, I have a, a store uh, in uh, Czech Republic, then mm -hmm. I will try to have a data center as close as possible to Czech Republic, not in US. Yeah, I agree with, with your folks, Christian. And thank you very much for bringing us all your ideas, helping us that we should keep an, an open mind that a software developers is time to reskill one more time and start thinking because if not, we will be replaced sooner than we expect. I, I believe that all those folks that you are telling us are very important, that maybe we should even open our, our Azure account and start playing a little bit with the technology. This is a place that, as we constantly say, this is a place where we try to prophesize the future of technology. Maybe you have some final folks that you would like to give to, to the audience, Christian? I would say that uh, the IT guys are very special. 
we are paid quite good, don't you think? Yeah. So, uh, uh, I think it's somehow our responsibility to offer good things back. So, it's our responsibility to be aware of uh, the latest technology, uh, to know as much as possible, to recommend the best solution, and I'm pretty sure that most of the IT guys are trying to do that. Um, we are fortunate. Uh, we, IT, uh, IT is probably um, the single domain that was favored by uh, the pandemic. Yes. So we have uh, all the reasons to give back. And mm -hmm. uh, studying and keeping us uh, informed is our way to give value back to um, people that depend on us. That's what I would say. Thank you a lot for inviting me. Thank you very much, Christian. And as always, the following week we will bring new topics, new ideas. And this has been our episode of Cyber Profits. Thank you very much and see you the next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.